When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Third hour of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show is upon us, everybody. We are going to be addressing... Joe Biden's speech that just ended uh, his press conference, I should say, uh, giving a speech, but taking some questions, too, at the end on energy. He's going to be releasing some oil out there to bring down the price, you know, because there's a midterm election coming up. So the strategic petroleum reserve is getting tapped. And also Biden's got some other ideas, but still preaching the gospel of the Green New Deal, and the existential threat of climate change. We'll tackle all that with you in a few moments. First, we have our friend with us now, Mr. Gordon Chang. He's the author of The Great U.S.-China Tech War, and you can follow him on Twitter at Gordon G. Chang. Gordon, thanks so much. Well, thank you, Clay and Buck. So let's start with the situation of the lockdown in Shanghai and COVID in China, because we're starting to hear rumblings here, Gordon, about the BA2, I think it is, sub-variant of COVID. But in China, they're still in... Well, give us an overview. We don't hear much about what their policies really are with regard to COVID. Are they still doing zero COVID? They're still doing lockdowns. What's going on over there? Yeah, they're still doing zero COVID um, because Xi Jinping, the Chinese ruler, is uh, said to be behind it. And this really means that China is not trying to live with the disease, but to prevent every instance of it. Um, they've got COVID outbreaks, as you mentioned, of the Omicron BA2 variant um, all across the country, um, from Jilin province, especially in the northeast, but also in places like Shenzhen in the south. And most notably now, uh, Shanghai, which is under a two-part citywide lockdown. That's 25.1 million people in two separate phases are going through um, each person, two sets of COVID tests. And this means public transportation is locked down. People can't go to work. 
Um, this is uh, really disrupting society across China. One thing that's important is that Regardless of what you think about vaccines, um, China has no effective vaccine against Omicron. And so, therefore, it's only defense is isolation, which means they shut down every place that there is a single case. Gordon, appreciate you joining us. One of China's big stories that they've been trying to spread is look at how well we have handled COVID compared to the Western democracies in particular. They've used that as a valedictory for their system of government. Given that they're one of the last places, if not the last place in the world, to still be following the zero COVID policy or COVID zero policy, what sort of risk do they have going forward? Because as you mentioned, they don't have a lot of natural immunity. They don't have a particularly effective vaccine. It seems like, based on every other country in the world, it is virtually impossible to stop the most recent variants from spreading. What could this do to the legitimacy of the Chinese government, and what struggles and challenges could it bring to bear? Well, Clay, you raise a critical point that most everybody forgets, and that is if we go back to February of 2020, um, Beijing started to um, propagate the narrative that uh, the failure of the West, especially the United States, to contain COVID was um, an indication that democracy did not work. And they pointed to their own system as being able to control COVID to show that communism was superior. So every COVID case is a um, threat to the legitimacy of the Communist Party. And that's why, for instance, from January 2021 to last month, they didn't report a single COVID death in China. They reported two in Jilin province. Obviously, there's a lot more. But, you know, it's a bigger threat than just legitimacy. Uh, and that is COVID, because they believe in isolation, because they're trying to prevent every single case, means that they're taking these draconian measures, which are um, undermining an already weak economy, and they're convincing a lot of companies that they have to have a more resilient supply chain, not just based in China. They need um, other factories elsewhere. And this is not going to be good for China in the long run because it means that their economy is going to suffer. Some people say they're taking a $46 billion a month hit to their gross domestic product. $46 billion each month. Speaking to Gordon Chang, he is the author of the great U.S.-China tech war, at Gordon G. Chang on Twitter, if you want to give him a follow for more analysis. Gordon, what have we seen in terms of China's response to the Russian invasion of Ukraine? In the early days, there was a lot of uh, a lot of chatter about China getting pushed much closer into the Russian orbit, perhaps picking up some of the economic uh, slack, so to speak, of the uh, sanctions that would have been hitting Russia and hitting Russian energy. What has China done and, and how are they positioning themselves vis-a-vis -vis this conflict that's really consuming the West right now? China is supporting Vladimir Putin to the hilt, and it's not just elevated commodity purchases, which is financing directly Putin's war, but it's also that China's put its diplomats at the service of uh, Russia. China's big propaganda machines amplify these ludicrous Russian narratives, and China is making its financial system available to uh, Russian institutions that have been sanctioned by the West. We kick them off swift. They can then go on the Chinese version of SWIFT, which is SIPS, Cross-Border Interbank uh, Payment System. Um, there has been a lot of talk that Sinopec, which is a large state-owned enterprise, pulled out of a uh, potential gas deal with uh, Sieber, um, a large Russian gas, oil and gas company. But 
I don't think sanctions were the issue um, for that because uh, Sinopec still has another ongoing deal with that same Russian entity. So really, Beijing is just trying to play it both ways. And unfortunately, the Biden administration is not sanctioning them because we know that China is supporting Russia to the hilt. Gordon, what lessons, if any, has China taken from the failure of Russia to rapidly conquer Ukraine? In particular, uh, certainly I would think, and I've read some of these things, I'm curious if you agree, that the Taiwanese people have been emboldened by the resistance that Ukraine has shown to Russia and believe that despite the vast superiority of the Chinese military, that Taiwan might be able to hold out in a similar fashion, particularly because unlike in Ukraine, they have roughly 100 miles of open water that would theoretically provide some barrier of protection, make it more difficult to provide support for any invading forces. What lessons do you think China and Taiwan have taken from what we've seen happen in Ukraine with the Russian forces, if any? There's a lot going on there. And, of course, um, the failure of the Russian military to meet expectations um, yes. has given people in Taiwan um, some hope. Um, but also it's, it's encouraged people in Taiwan to take care of their own defense, um, that they can't rely on the United States. Uh, and, and as a side note, uh, Taiwan has a lot of mountains. It is really good territory for defenders. But, you know, there's a lot of lessons in general that China and Taiwan have taken away from what's happened in Ukraine. One of them is the massive failure of deterrence, a big failure of Biden foreign policy. Um, and the other thing, though, I think that China is looking at is that um, the invasion really accelerated deglobalization. Deglobalization, the biggest victim is going to be China. That means China is, if anything, going to accelerate its invasion plans. I don't expect it this year because they've got a leadership contest going on. But once they settle that, uh, if they do, um, but once they settle that, then I think that Taiwan's really at risk. Speaking of Gordon Chang, author of The Great U.S.-China Tech War. And, uh, Gordon, what has North Korea been up to? We're starting to see more reporting about North Korea, and perhaps this is just a function of Kim Jong-un recognizing that the world's attention has turned to foreign policy and national security, so he's going to act out in some way. What's the latest? There was a, there was a test. It wasn't, it wasn't really a test. What's going on here? Well, they did test um, an intercontinental ballistic missile that has a range to hit the U.S. There is some um, controversy among missile geeks, whether it was a Wasong-15, which North Korea tested in November 2017, or whether it was a new version, the Wasong-17. But whatever it was, you know, it is able to hit the U.S., um, also, they've been testing this year hypersonic glide vehicles. Now, here, this is absolutely fascinating. This is very advanced technology. And the least likely explanation is that the North Koreans developed this on their own. They probably got this from China because their HGV, as it's called, looks just like the Chinese one. And the Biden administration has yet to say anything about this, which means that Kim Jong-un sees a big green light. So here again, we've got... Uh, more failure on the part of the White House. And by the way, it's not so much the Biden failure, it's also a Trump failure, because the North Koreans were obviously developing these missiles during North Korea's self-proclaimed moratorium. We should have been sanctioning China and Russia and North Korea during that time, but we didn't. Gordon, I read an interesting piece, and I'm curious if you agree with it, and I know you've written a lot about this in your book, that 
what we're really seeing is not the rise of China, but China recognizing that its overall might has reached its apex. And so they are, because of the population declines, which almost no one is talking about, the one uh, China policy, they can't get people to have two and three kids no matter what they're doing. Instead of recognizing and believing that China is at its apex and is only going to con- or is continuing to climb, do you think Chinese power has reached its apex? I do. Um, you know, I might be the worst person in the world to ask this because I felt the Communist Party wouldn't survive by now. Um, yeah. but nonetheless, when you look at demography, um, it, this is the steepest demographic decline in history in the absence of war or disease that China is going to face. They're going to lose, according to two Chinese demographers who published a study last fall, they're going to lose half of their population in 45 years. You do a little arithmetic, it means that China is maybe one-third as populous by the turn of the century. In other words, it's about the same number of people in China as in the United States. This, No, no society has ever... That's wild, by the way. No one else even talks about this hardly. I read the same sort of studies that you have. Will you just repeat that again? Because I think there's this idea out there, because there's one point three billion people in China or whatever it is that their population and influence is going to continue to grow. But if you look at the one China policy, what did you just say? Because I, I think a lot of people are it's it's a draw dropping statistic. Yeah, two Chinese demographers from Xi'an, which is central China, um, had published a study which they believe that China will lose one half of their population in 45 years. That's basically 2065. And, and, and you start to you know, you start to do some of the arithmetic. Um, you look at the statistics, and China's population statistics are overstated. Um, but you start looking at these things, and it, the decline could even be greater than that. No society has ever gone through that before. We don't know how China will be able to do it. And, and as you point out, um, although China went from a one-child policy at the end of 2015 to a three-child policy now, people don't want to procreate. The Communist Party Youth League published, this is official, by the way, published a study which showed that 44% of urban Chinese women do not want to get married. The reason why that's significant is you can't get a birth permit in China unless you are married, which means that essentially half of the urban women have taken themselves out of the uh, procreation pool. And this really points to a dramatic decline um, in population. China... His foreign policy is dependent on intimidating others. You can't intimidate others if your country is falling apart. Gordon Chang, everybody. Follow him at Gordon G. Chang on Twitter. And check out the great U.S.-China China tech war and also the coming collapse of China. Gordon, thanks so much. Thanks, Clay and Buck. I really appreciate it. This is a time to think about protecting the value of your savings account. Don't be surprised at inflation rate reports later this year. It's going to be bigger percentage-wise than last year. And while I don't want to see that kind of inflation, I see it coming, and I want you to be able to protect yourself from the effects. It means your dollar saved won't go as far, and the value of your account is shrinking. There's a way to protect that account, and that's by investing a portion of your savings in gold. I use the Oxford Gold Group for that. They've made it so you can have real gold and silver delivered to your home. It's done like any other overnight delivery that requires a signature. And from there, you can hold it, which is a remarkable sensation. Same kind of thing can happen with your IRA or 401k, real gold and silver into your retirement accounts. So get gold you can hold or get real gold in your IRA or 401k today. Call the Oxford Gold Group to request your free precious metals investment guide by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone and saying the keywords gold IRA. 
You'll receive your Precious Metals Investment Guide directly to your phone and get all your questions answered with one call to Oxford Gold. Simply dial pound 250 and say the keywords gold IRA. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Pure Talk, the cell phone company we both rely on, is further investing in their customers without charging an extra penny. Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in more than 50 countries, too. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. You keep your phone number and your phone unless you want to get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Up to you. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less, every time you play. You pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever. And it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match. Up to a hundred dollars. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code Clay. That's C L A Y to get set up and get a deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show, rolling through the final hour of the Thursday edition of the program. It's also the final day of March. Encourage all of you to go subscribe to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. You can type in. Our name, Clay Travis Buck Sexton. Boom, it's going to pop up. Click subscribe. You can give us five stars and help us set an all-time record 
of listenership for the month of March. And we want to thank all of you who are consuming the podcast on a regular basis. Now, we've had a tremendous guest today, I would say. Uh, Congressman Jim Jordan of Ohio joined us uh, in the first hour. Miranda Devine of the New York Post, who broke the Hunter Biden uh, laptop story, worked on that, wrote the book Laptop from Hell. And you just heard from Gordon Chang there sharing some of that data on China, which, Buck, I don't think very many people know. The one China policy is going to lead to a collapse of the Chinese population. They're panicked a bit in Beijing about the need for women now to have two kids, three kids, and the the, the process being put in place for a couple of generations now and the cost of raising children in China has made it culturally not popular to have two or three kids. <laughs> so if you uh, if you consider the replacement theory where each family needs to have 2.6 or 2.4 or whatever the heck it is, uh, kids, in order to replace themselves, the Chinese population is poised, like Gordon Chang just said, to totally collapse over the next couple of generations, which is why... They may well have already peaked, and some of you out there are old enough to remember when it seemed like Japan was going to buy everything and take over America, and then the Japanese economy basically peaked, and it hasn't really changed much since the 1980s in comparison to the United States economy. One of my favorite authors, Michael Crichton, who wrote Jurassic Park, Sphere, uh, Congo, Congo, Rising Sun was his book about the the Japanese to bring it back, remember? The, the Japanese machinations. Yeah, it was Wesley Snipes. That's right. Yeah, you're The boy. Japanese uh, machinations of, you know, buying the U.S., buying our companies, buying our technology and all this stuff. And then, as we know, Japan ended up going into this period of, you know, massive economic uh, downturn, really. Um, and, you know, Clay, the, the biggest failure of central planning, uh, I think that you could point to in the I mean, the 20th century has a lot of big failures of central planning, to be fair. But among the biggest would certainly be Mao's Great Leap Forward uh, and the famine, which is referred to just as the Great Famine that led to the starvation of millions and millions. Tens of millions is really the estimate they look at of Chinese. This was in living memory. This wasn't that long ago. Uh, and the one-child policy and the long-term ramifications of China is going to go on that same list for the biggest failures. It turns out having a government clique that has total power over people and makes all the decisions for them is a really, really bad idea. Central planning fails every time. No doubt. And when we come back, well, let's go ahead and play this really quick right now. Biden has officially announced the release of a million barrels a day quickly here. Today, I'm authorizing the release of one million barrels per day for the next six months over a 180 million barrels from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. This is a wartime bridge to increase oil supply until production ramps up later this year. And it is by far the largest release of our our national reserve in our history. It will provide historic amount of supply for a historic amount of time, a six month bridge to the fall. And we'll use the revenue from selling the oil now restock the strategic petroleum reserve when prices are lower i will tell you more about that coming up in a second x chair my friends i've got one at home it's the most comfortable chair i've ever owned i absolutely love it it also looks cool so it makes my little home office look a lot better clay's had one for a long time he loves his the x chair is amazing has a massaging component can provide heat or cooling depending on what you need Go to xchairclayandbuck.com now. Get yours. That's the letter X, chair, clayandbuck.com. 
or call 844-4X-CHAIR for $100 off your order. Again, that phone number is 844-4X-CHAIR for $100 off your order. Check it out today. Welcome back to Clay and Buck Show, everybody. Thank you for rolling with us. As always, if you missed any part of the show, we had great interviews with Jim Jordan before, Miranda Devine of the New York Post, Gordon Chang of the great U.S.-China tech war. Uh, you can go back listen to the podcast. The iHeart app is free. It is fantastic. You can listen to your favorite tunes there while you can also listen to or and you can also listen to probably don't listen at the same time. Uh, the Clay and Buck show on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcast. Please subscribe. We want to hopefully be able to tell you we hit an all-time high for the month of March as well. Biden just spoke about tapping the strategic oil reserve. He's trying to deal with soaring gas prices. There's a lot going on here, so we want to spend a little time on it with you. First of all, even Democrats know that high gas prices are bad for their electoral prospects. They, they can spin a lot of things. But when people see close to all-time high prices at the gas pump, they think to themselves, hmm, I think we've got a little bit of a problem here. And they can be told, oh, no, it's not, don't believe your lying eyes or the cash that's leaving your hand or the credit card bill that's getting racked up. But they see the, they see the price. And they also are feeling the pain of inflation. And, of course, all these things are related. So Biden's announced he's going to put out strategic oil uh he's going to tap the strategic oil reserves put out a million barrels a day here to try to ease the pain he's also talking about or there i should say is conversation among democrats around trying to just send people checks in one way or another i mean they'll call it a stimulus payment or what they'll come up with something but they're going to try to just use the money gun because their policies ain't going to get it done one thing they're really against still is increasing domestic energy production. This is where you find the ideological issues that Democrats have with things. They recognize the political challenges of high of high gas prices. They know that they got to do something or else they're in big trouble in the midterms. They're probably in big trouble anyway. It's just a question of how bad it's going to be. But here, for example, is Biden proposing to find companies who have unused oil permits speaking of central planning being crappy here's another version <laughs> right now oil and gas industries sitting on nearly nine thousand unused but approved permits for production on federal lands or more than a million unused acres they have a right to, pr- to pump on so to help execute this first part of my plan i'm calling for a use it or lose it policy Congress should make companies pay fees on wells on federal leases they haven't used in years and acres of public land they're hoarding without production. Companies that are already producing from these wells won't be affected, but those sitting on unused leases and idle wells will either have to start producing or pay the price for their inaction. This only sounds good, Clay, to somebody who is honestly like a little socialist who has no idea how a business actually functions, how investment in business infrastructure works. Is there even gas on these used leases? You say, oh, well, if there's not, they won't care about losing it. Okay, but is it worth at the prices right now that gas costs for them to put the investment? Is it a two-year or three-year investment process? It's not as easy as just, why aren't you drilling in the places that we told you you could drill? If they could make money, I have a feeling, Clay, they'd be drilling there. Well, and also, let's just, this is all politics, right? Um, six months 
180 million barrels. That's just in time for the election, right? I mean, it's so transparent. Biden has got a 40% approval rate. The vast majority of the American public holds him responsible for inflation. The place where inflation hits people most viscerally. Buck, over the weekend, I went and filled up my car. I was out at the Little League Stadium, uh, and my, my dad went to watch the games, too. And so my dad was uh was in the car while I was pumping up the pumping up the car and on our drive out he said hey uh and this is why dads or moms are great like every time I see my dad or my mom buck they give me like 20 bucks you know as as if you know I'm 42 years old now but my dad's always like hey you need a little cash here's 25 dollars or whatever you know but he said hey you need to make sure you fill up uh where we're going to the little league stadium because the gas is going to be forty percent, uh, you know, forty cents cheaper on that side of town, forty-five miles out of uh, town compared to where you live now. So over a hundred dollars, and my dad couldn't stop talking about the fact that it cost over a hundred dollars to fill up my car. This is the place where people viscerally respond. It's not a coincidence, Buck, that Biden is specifically releasing oil from the strategic reserve for the six months leading up to the midterms. He's trying to do whatever he can for those six months to make gas prices lower. Now, hopefully, hopefully the Ukraine-Russia situation is going to get resolved and whatever excess is in the the gas price market will just start to come down because this is a real tax on people who can afford it the least. But it's a transparent political move that is designed to make people think things are not as bad as they are. Yeah, it's really just... Like the government saying, hey, we're just going to send you some money every month now just to to make because the supply and demand issue is what's setting the price where it is. So instead of actually dealing with it in a meaningful way, they're saying, well, we've just set aside this oil before. So that that's federal government property and we're just going to give it to you now. So you don't realize that we're going to be back at the same supply and demand issue the moment that they stop. Most likely, I mean, who knows what the production will be in the future, but it's very possible. But, Clay, then that also brings me to, you know, Pelosi. For whom the price of gas, Nancy Pelosi couldn't tell you the price of gas at the top of her head, obviously, hasn't pumped her own gas, I would wager, in 50 years. Oh, that's a great question. At least 40 years. Like, hasn't pumped her own. I mean, she's when almost When is the 80. last time Nancy Pelosi pumped her own gas is a fantastic it's question. At least, yeah, at least 40 years, I'd say, maybe 50. And, you know, so she would probably be like, gosh, that's like two bits. <laughs> you know, she'd, she'd pull out a couple quarters. <laughs> And uh, then we have uh, Pelosi also making it clear to everybody she doesn't know the price of gas. She doesn't know what a gallon of milk costs. I can assure you of that, too, because, you know, the servants bring her her milk. And here she is telling everybody we cannot increase domestic gas production. Good heavens, no, because that's going to hurt the climate change issue. But we cannot allow the fossil fuel industry to use this as an excuse to reverse everything we're doing to save the planet. One of the things I think that the president may say, I don't have this as a fact, is that we will use the um, Defense Production Act to speed up uh, diversification uh, so that we're not so dependent uh, on oil. 
I'll uh, so Nancy Pelosi is ridiculous. She's making arguments that are the exact opposite, by the way, Buck, of what Biden said, because Biden said we're going to find people who aren't producing more oil. And now Nancy Pelosi is saying we can't produce more oil because it will cause an issue for the economy. Biden also continues this awful argument. The first person I saw who made it, Buck, was Mayor Pete. Mayor Pete said, hey, if gas prices are too high, what you need to do is go buy an electric vehicle even though electric vehicles at best are $50,000 a year, and if you are struggling with the increased costs of gas, you're unlikely to be able to buy a brand-new vehicle that is an electric car. Biden says, though, hey, if you're struggling with gas prices, he just said this, Buck, what you need to do is what? Buy an electric vehicle. Listen. We need to embrace all the tools and technologies that can help us free us from our dependence on fossil fuels. That's why today I'm issuing a directive to strengthen our clean energy economy. I'm going to use the Defense Production Act to secure American supply chains for the critical materials that go into batteries for electric vehicles and the storage of renewable energy, lithium, graphite, nickel, and so much more. We need to end our long-term reliance on China and other countries for inputs that will power the future. And I'll use every tool I have to make that happen. That's not going to deal with the problem. We want more no. American domestic natural gas and oil production. That actually helps the problem. Yeah, no doubt. And here is that cut, cut 28, that says how much a typical driver will save. Just buy an electric car, guys. If you're struggling at the pump, Biden's got the answer. Under my plan, which is before the Congress now, we can take advantage of the next generation of electric vehicles that a typical driver will save about $80 a month from not having to pay gas at the pump. If they just buy an electric car, Buck, everything I, will be fine. I still I still hold to this, Clay. I think shut up about the high gas prices, peasant, and buy a Tesla is not, <laughs> not. a great slogan for the Democrats going into the midterms. I'm just, I, I don't want to help them too much, but I think they should come up with something else. When we come back, Buck Sexton versus Jeopardy Sports questions buck has not seen these i don't know what it is no idea what they are several of these questions went viral some of you might have seen them the jeopardy contestants did not know the answers will buck sexton i will play the late alex trebek and set up these clips for you it's going to be a lot of fun trust me to close out the thursday edition of the show but first sometimes you join an organization because of the benefits provided sometimes you join a group because you believe in what they stand for for us, Buck and I joined AMAC for the latter, for what they believe in and what they speak up for. AMAC is the Association of Mature American Citizens, and it's worked tirelessly to push back against the left. AMAC vows to remain steadfast through the midterms this November and beyond. Our nation faces unprecedented challenges from election integrity and censorship and border security. The liberal response to adversity is always to strike down individual liberty and implement more government. AMAC offers members exclusive benefits, a great magazine, and most importantly, a strong conservative voice on Capitol Hill. You're not alone. Stand with AMAC and us by joining today at amac.us slash freedom. That's amac.us slash freedom. Join AMAC today. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons, 
One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. You'll get the same quality of service as AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, but for half the cost, the average size family saves almost $1,000 a year, all with no contracts and no activation fees. You can keep your cell phone number and your phone or get great deals on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values, who supports our military and veterans, creates American jobs, and refuses to advertise on fake news networks. Go to puretalk.com slash buck to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash buck. As someone who served our country in the intelligence community, I appreciate companies that back our nation's service community. One company that does it best is GovX. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. GovX offers unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands, sports and entertainment tickets, travel deals, the list goes on. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for the things you love. GovX also donates a portion of every single order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. When you shop on GovX.com, your orders make a meaningful impact. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. That's GovX.com and join a community of more than eight and a half million patriots and pros. It's fast, easy, and free to join. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. All right, let's have a little fun. We have got Jeopardy questions and answers here for Buck Sexton. Last night on wait, Jeopardy, wait, these have on. gone sports, viral. Sports Jeopardy. Sports, yes. Sports. Well, no, no. This is real Jeopardy. Oh, really? But they had a sports section, and things did not go well for the contestants on Jeopardy last night. By the way, would you like to do Celebrity Jeopardy? Assuming we were famous enough to do Celebrity Jeopardy, would you do it? Oh, yeah. I'd run the table. I'd love to do Celebrity Jeopardy. I, I wouldn't want to do regular Jeopardy. I think I'd get dunked on pretty significantly in regular Jeopardy. But I think for a celebrity, in quotation marks, if either of us were considered big enough That names, was one of the greatest SNL sketches of all time, by the way, with Sean Connery. The uh, pen is mightier. That's uh, not what he said. The though. rapist. The rapist for 200. It's therapist. Remember, like, yep. the... I mean, he would... That, that was amazing. Uh, rest in peace, Sean Connery, by the way. All right. Here we go. Buck Sexton. This is last night. 
Uh, syndicated game show. By the way, they now have Mayim Balak, uh, I think is how you pronounce it. Mayim Bialik? Is that right? Yeah, you know, she's the host now. Yeah, Blossom. Yeah, right. Yeah. But, that, but she replaced Alex Trebek. So she is now the host. If you're wondering, oh, who is this voice? Alex Trebek died uh, recently. And Blossom from the show, for those of you who are around our age, from the show Blossom, Mayim Bialik is now the host. All right, here we go. We're going to pause it. You can play along in your cars as well. Let's go with cut 22. Here is the first one. Multisport athletes 800. A few career highlights. He won the Heisman at Auburn, ran for 221 yards in one game for the Raiders, and was an American League All-Star. Okay, so... Okay. Nobody knew it. All right, so do you have a guess, Buck Sexton, for who this is? I do. I think I know it, and I'll explain why I know it, though, because it's not because of sports. Bo Jackson? That is... Well, let's listen to the answer. Here's 22A, the answer. Who is Bo Jackson? There we go. Boom. You got that one right. Why do you know it? I know it because there was a cartoon, I think it was called Superstars, with Wayne Gretzky, Bo Jackson, and Michael Jordan. It was a Saturday morning cartoon, and I used to watch that cartoon, and I remember that Bo Jackson was the guy who, because, you know, Wayne Gretzky only had his hockey stick, and obviously MJ had his basketball, but Bo had... The football, the baseball oh, yeah. bat. So that's why I knew that answer, just because that's the only I three used sports. to, I had on my wall posters. One of my posters in the like early 90s, late 80s, whenever it was, there's an iconic photo of Bo Jackson with a baseball bat on his shoulders on top of his, uh, his shoulder pads. Uh, that is, I bet, I bet a lot of our listeners who are around our age remember that. All right. So Bo Jackson, by the way, one of the most devastating injuries in the history of sports, Bo Jackson getting tackled in a playoff game against, I believe, the Bengals as a running back for the Raiders, which destroyed his career because of a hip injury. All right. Here is another one of the questions from last night that went viral. Here is cut 23 from Jeopardy last night. Multi-sport athletes, a thousand. Prime time, prime time. In 1992, this man here hit 304 with 14 triples for the Braves and picked off three passes for the Falcons. Wait, Braves and Falcons? Football and baseball, 1992. Uh, I have absolutely no idea. All right, let's go to the answer. Cut 23A. Jackie. Who is Sanders? Yes, Deion Sanders. Ah, I should have gotten that, actually. Deion Sanders. All right, this one I think you're definitely going to get. Uh, here is the final multi-sport athlete. Uh, let's listen to this. Multi-sport athletes for two. He led the NBA in scoring seven straight times, won five MVPs, and hit 202 for a minor league team in 1994, but let's not dwell on that. I mean, Clay, I am an American. Who is Michael Jordan? <laughs> the reason we had to add that one, that's the lowest level of the Jeopardy. I was like, he might not get the first two. We'll at least get him this Oh, I appreciate one. that. Was like the, that was a little bonus, a little that consolation was the con- I didn't question. Think I didn't think you'd get Bo Jackson. I thought you were going to whiff on Bo. Nobody on the show, by the way, got Bo Jackson. So everybody last well, night on Jeopardy missed Bo Jackson. Well, you may, you may uh, and I thought you'd whiff those two. You may recall that Bo knows and Buck knows. <laughs> that was a great... They don't really have great ads campaigns like back in the day right Bo knows uh air jordan i don't even know what the best current athlete marketing camp can you even think of one that's really good that where you watch it and you're you're like remember back in the day they had mcdonald's with larry bird and magic johnson and the you know be like mike the the jordan commercial i I, I, I love the one with uh i remember this one with dennis dennis hopper 
and Junior Seau, and he's on a beach or something. He's just like, Junior Seau, man, he's coming in like a freight train. Choo-choo. <laughs> I didn't even remember that Do you even one. know this yes. one? That's a real yeah, one. Yeah, I remember it now. That was a great ad. I don't think they really have great sports ads anymore. I can't think of the last time I saw an ad. Of course, you don't see a lot of ads now because a lot of people watch streaming services with no commercials. But I don't remember the last time I saw an ad and I thought, oh, man, this is incredible. This is really fun. Actually, it's probably uh, the Top Gun ad that we played uh, earlier. Well, that's a trailer, to be fair. Yeah, but like you're talking about a commercial, yeah. like a commercial campaign. Oh man, you know, they, 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 you, I look, I do think these, are, are we turning into those guys that are like, when we were kids, the ads were better, the cartoons were better, the movies were better, the music was better. Are we those people now? Yeah, I mean, I think that is, uh, that is really, I, mean, I, I uh, heard, I, I had a long drive across Florida from Jacksonville to Tallahassee and, uh, listen to, you know, some of the, and I was just like, of many of the times in the top 40 radio stuff, I was like, what is this noise? I was, it was not for me. No, I look, I think there's a strong argument that in terms of pop culture that everybody liked, I don't know that the 1980s are ever going to be topped. Now, there's a lot of great niche programming, right? If you are a fan of Sopranos or you're a fan of Game of Thrones or whatever it might be, but they're not something that everybody can sit down and watch together in the way that Indiana Jones and Star Wars and the Back to the Future films were. Those don't really, it seems to me, exist now anymore. Maybe the Marvel films. You know, I have been argue. watching the Formula One show on Netflix. So we should talk about it's that really all the good, time. Because it's actually really good. More tomorrow, team. Thanks for hanging. Who's there for heroes or the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is severely injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans and who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs comprise their in-the-line-of-duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America in so many ways. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institutes educating kids in K-12 through grades, to help our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.